Now it's time to hustle. Now it's time to shine. Hustle and shine in the morning starts now on Kansas City's number one for hip hop and R&B. Hot 103 Jam. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Wake up, Kansas City. It is time to hustle and shine with your big homie Brian B. Shining. And your favorite cousin, Deanna Hustle. 559 on that time. High 79 and it's currently 48 at the KU Med Center. Today on your Taco Tuesday. We got attorney Stacy Shaw. She knows the law. She got that legal uh-huh. advice coming up for you in the 7 o'clock hour, D. Uh-huh. You know at your 22s, we gonna hold you down with celebrity gossip with that TMG. And we got a chance to hook you up with some cold cash, some tickets to Cypress Hill, Ooh. and more. Alright, it's going down this morning on Taco Tuesday as we continue to hustle and shine on Kansas City's number one for hip-hop and R&B. It's Hot 103 Jams. Today is Taco Concerned citizens and members of the WICO Commonwealth Advocacy Coalition met over the weekend to discuss concerns over a proposed $420 million bond issue on the May ballot for KCKPS capital improvements. Now, taxpayers, their primary concern, um, who already struggled to make ends meet, they will be burdened with yet another tax for improvements they feel should come after a Maybe more a focus on academics. No, on the bond. It doesn't mean we don't care. It means can we do this differently? So hopefully if the no's win, then we can go back, reassess, look at things, and decide what's best, and also consider the taxpayer. They get taxed by the community college, they get taxed by BPU, they get taxed by UG. All these taxes, they add up. And somebody has to have some mercy. We all want the same thing. We don't agree on how to get there, and that's what we have to work at. That's fair. I mean, when you hear our cousins break it down, that's fair as well. Um, if passed, the money would go toward buying and improving sites for the district. So the coalition hosted meetings over the weekend to educate the public about um, the bond while encouraging voters um, to vote no. TMG, the morning gossip with Hustle and Shine on Hot 103 Jams. 623 High 79 and it's currently 48 at the VA hospital. TV personality Wendy Williams, um, we talked about her a little bit last week as unfortunately she was diagnosed with dementia. Um, and since then, her head, her name has been ringing in the headlines, B. Um, she had a Lifetime documentary that went out um, in the last few days titled Where Is Wendy Williams? And it's on Lifetime. Now, since it's been out, I haven't even been able to watch it because I've seen a couple clips and it just makes me sad to even see somebody in this state, especially someone like Wendy Williams, where you can tell she's not herself. Um, so fans all over are reacting to seeing her on camera and in in, not in the right state of mind. And Steve Wilkos, T person, Steve Wilkos, let me get his name right, TV personality, you've seen him. He was one of those fans who commented on just his view of that entire show. What I watched last night on that show disturbs me because I doesn't think it does any good for Wendy. Doesn't make her look good. She obviously has big time struggles, medical conditions, and addiction. And what they're showing is somebody is not protecting her 
Before you start talking about putting her back out in the public, you should be getting her help, making sure she recovers fully and that she's able to do it. Because I gotta tell you, I was disturbed and I'm saddened by, I feel people uh, using her. Mm. Uh, I saw the clips too. Mm-hmm. I'm not finna watch it. And Wendy looks like she's sick. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not right for you to air people, to me, in my opinion, yeah, when they're when they're in that state of mind. Yeah. Who yeah. who knows if Wendy will even approve of this? I, right. I don't know. Yeah. Um, my grandmother had dementia, mm-hmm. and it is a heartbreaking, heartbreaking disease because yeah. of the loss of memory and the loss of the people who they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As they were. You know? Yeah, it's definitely unfortunate to see Wendy in that state. We want to continue to send prayers to her, and hopefully, she does have the right support system around her. Around her, um, from what fans are saying, it's not looking looking like it on the show, at least. Um, but in switching gears a little bit, we talked yesterday about Cam Newton, former NFL quarterback, and how he was at a seven on seven. Um, Going seven on one. <laughs> and, he gave that three piece extra crispy. Oh. Yeah, something like that. And so the those coaches come to find out it wasn't kids that he was fighting, as we suspected. They were coaches. They were top shelf performance coaches, and they this is terrible. They spoke out, and this is what they had it's to just say. Just been a lot of trash talk, you know, from you know saying hit more so his side, just out of nowhere, just talking crazy to us for no reason. It's like it's not nothing new. Like I've been around bro for five years, so mm-hmm. like this. Typical Cam Newton behavior. You know, I'm walking up and stuff. Cam is in stuff face. I made y'all. I'm responsible for everything y'all do, whatever. Then he grabs stuff. Me being my little brother, and I'm walking up a flight of steps, and I see a 6'6 six, six guy grabbing my brother. And that's the footage that everybody That's sees. what everybody's seeing. You be at the 7-on-7s. Seven seven. You be on the field. It's a lot of trash talking that goes on. Yeah, and these so, coaches are making it about them. Mm-hmm. And not the, the kids. kids. Like, that's... That's that's a problem with youth sports, period. Not just football. That's really? it's all youth sports. You know, basketball, baseball, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and as long as the coaches continue to um let's see, how can I put this? As long as they continue to act how they're acting and not setting a good example for the players, the players are just gonna follow along with what you accept as the mm-hmm. the head coach. Yeah. So your behavior trickles down to everybody else. Yeah. I'm not sure if either one of those guys you were, tone. were exactly. You knew yeah. as a leader and yeah. head coach. I'm not sure if, if one of those guys were the head coach or not, or if they were just assistant coaches, regardless. These are kids right. looking at adults. And when kids see that adults are doing mm-hmm. stuff, they think it's acceptable for them to go up and yeah. start hitting Cam Newton or or jump jump yeah. up on him or whatever. So it starts at the top, dog. Y'all, the coaches have to stop making mm-hmm. it about them. It's about these kids. Stop trying to live your life that you didn't have as an athlete through these children. Yeah, that's real. Quick progress is possible, but it's usually not sustainable. Real improvement comes when you're in it for the long haul. Every action takes place in the short term, in the moment. Be prepared to take those immediate actions and to keep doing so well into the future. If a problem can be resolved quickly, that's great. But if immediate gratification is your default expectation, you'll be disappointed more often than not. Instead, embrace opportunities to make investments in your life that are ongoing, consistent, disciplined. Not only do such investments bring valuable results, they also build in you powerful character and resilience. 
Putting forth a spectacular effort today is outstanding, but don't deceive yourself into thinking it will spare you from doing work tomorrow. Those aspects of life that bring meaning and fulfillment, you're in for the long haul. Continue to discover for yourself what a good thing that can be. Growth looks good on you. That's today's Motivational Minute, only on Hustle and Shine in the Morning, Hot 103 Jams. Number one for hip hop and RB. Top 103 Jams, y'all. You know it. 652 Hive 79. Currently 48 at Wanda High School. Yeah, all our KC kids headed to school this morning. Please look your best, do your best, whatever mm-hmm. you can believe you can achieve, man. For real. Time is on your side, cousin. You got it. So, D, look, man, I'm I'm I be so tired of talking about these guns. It's exhausting, especially when we start talking about our kids in our high schools and guns. Yeah. As an Olathe Northwest High School student was charged yesterday for allegedly bringing a loaded gun to the school and Sheesh. assaulting a student resource officer. Uh, and that's according to the uh, Johnson County District Attorney's Office. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, a SRO was notified the 16-year-old could have a gun. Authorities located the student inside the school's cafeteria and removed his backpack. <sighs> How in the hell did he get a gun inside the school in the first place? And I know there are yeah. like, you know, ways around that or whatever. I I understand, but with times like these, like there's not a heightened sense of security with these type of things, mm-hmm. D. Because I know when I went to high school, we was I I, be, I was going through metal detectors starting in the sixth grade middle school at Bingham. Yes, yeah, and, and you know my experience is different because I've always been in a private school, and and the ones that I attended back home, they didn't have all of that. Yeah. So definitely, you know, sending prayers and sending love to our students, our staff over there For at really? Olathe Northwest because oh, that's heavy, man. And that, and and those are people. Who sometimes we don't even think about. We don't think about the faculty. Yeah. As yeah. as well as the students, of, of course, course, who's in danger. But man, the faculty is like, come on, dog. Yeah. Man, we put you putting a lot of people in danger. You're changing a lot of lives potentially by taking that risk of bringing a gun to school yeah and we want to also send some love to the parents um of that of that student and then just parents that are just trying to figure out how to how how to manage and how to 
be a parent in this day and age with Man. all of this access that our kids do have. So we want to send love to everybody. Full, full, full circle. This is Ryan Sorrell with the Kansas City Defender, and I'm up hustling and shining on Hot 103 Jam. And this morning, we have a special guest, D. Um, she is the co-author of 15 Cents on the Dollar, How Americans Made the Black-White Wealth Gap. Um, blessed to have her in the building with us. A warm hustle and shine welcome to Mrs. Ebony Reed. How you Good feeling? I'm, I'm well. Good morning. Good. Good to have you this morning. Now, I'm going to jump right into the book. It's described as a sweeping, deeply researched narrative history of black wealth and the uh, economic discrimination embedded in America's financial system. Now, Ebony, dive into this book. What made you write this? Well, you know, it was the summer of 2020, and I was um, having a lot of conversations with my co-author, Louise Story, who at that time was my boss at the Wall Street Journal. And I want to let everybody know, you know, I live in Kansas City, so I was working for the Wall Street Journal uh, remote prior to the pandemic. Mm. And we were having conversations about things we had seen in our lives, things in um, the workplace, things in mm. society. And before we knew it, you know, we were reading books, talking and thought we should do our own. Yeah. And so 15 cents on the dollar, how Americans made the black white wealth gap, you know, in the title, 15 cents is the median and the mean. So we're talking the average, you know, amount of money that a typical black family has in wealth compared to what a typical white family has. And that is from Federal Reserve data. Mm. And so our reporting took us two and a half years. We conducted almost 400 interviews. Wow. We traveled this country. We took a deep dive on seven black families that range in their economic experiences. And, you know, we chronicled their lives over two and a half years. Mm. And so we saw them deal with the student loan you know, debt mm. crisis. We saw them deal with the criminal justice system. Mm. We saw them trying to become entrepreneurs and raise their families up. We saw them deal with banking, discrimination, unemployment. I mean, just mm. about every facet of life on some level intersects with the black-white wealth gap. Mm. And that's what my co-author and I are out here trying to make sure that, you know, people know about this. And also that, you know, our book has got, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of citations. It is a mixture of academic research data. We conducted our own Harris Poll, a small survey looking at how people recovered or didn't recover from the 2008 housing crisis. Mm. So we hope people will read wow. the book. We hope they will be touched by the narrative stories. And we hope that the data will, you know, ignite them to want to do something in their communities. Mm -hmm. We definitely want to send you a congratulations because I just received word that not only is this book, of course, popular, but it's the top pre-order book right now hey. on Amazon <laughs> under banking and finance. So we definitely want to give you your flowers on that. Well, thank you. You know what? I, I tell people, let's not celebrate yet. We got a long you know, uh, road ahead of us uh, to, to the book launch. But I but it is a great early sign. And I hope more people will support the book. And I hope people in Kansas City will tell their friends in other cities. I want people in Kansas City to know, hey, when the pandemic, you know, the summer following the pandemic, so that mm -hmm. was like spring of 2021, I was sitting at my kitchen table right here in Kansas City with my co-author mapping out the reporting plan for this book. Mm -hmm. So part of this book's plan, it came right out of this community. Mm. This morning we have author Ebony Reed, a co-author of 15 Cents on the Dollar, How Americans Made the Black-White Wealth Gap. We're just talking about that book. It hasn't been released yet. You got to go ahead and go to Amazon, get the, get your uh, pre-order in. You know what I'm saying? Top pre-order book right now on Amazon under <laughs> banking real. and finance. I'm trying to tell you, cousins. 
But Ebony, with all of the things that you just mentioned about the plight of black folks and trying to get wealth, being discriminated against, not being able to get loans. Um, in your research, what was the common denominator with uh, some of the people who you researched? So what were some of the things that you saw? It was like, oh, that's a pattern. Those people in this book did not give up. That is one thing that I thought about a lot as, as my co-author and I were interviewing people <clears throat> over two and a half years. Of course, there were setbacks and there were some tough times, but the resilience and the people that were just like, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to find a way to raise up my family, regardless of their economic level. That was something that we saw with almost everybody that we talked to was mm -hmm. just this whole spirit of we will not we will not give up. Um, and I, and I when you were mentioning those things about the the things that hold us back like mm -hmm. we're in the age of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and to be denied a loan uh, you know to, to 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 try and chase your dreams and then for somebody to deny you a loan just based on you know things that may not matter like skin color um how can everyday nine to fivers who's listening right now they only way today they job that they cannot stand they, they need to leave how can we sustain right now but try to get that wealth later on what 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 key would you give those listeners well the first thing i want to say is i am not a certified financial advisor so <laughs> okay you know i'm one woman that that's a journalist but i have studied this you know for several years and and been a journalist for a while um one of the things that we saw in the in the data is that white americans tend to have um much um larger stock investments mm -hmm. and we were seeing right now the stock market is doing really well they're mm -hmm. reaping those gains white americans tend to be uh, more likely to own their home and so um, home ownership, if you're in an area that's economically climbing, mm -hmm. you know, in the, if there's investment in the community and home values are rising, and we saw that in the pandemic summer, um, you know, people who own homes, they see their wealth grow. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. So ownership is a big, a big deal. It's a big, it's a big yeah. deal. Yeah. I know you participated the other day in a racial wealth gap symposium and there were a couple hundred people in attendance. Would you be able to share a little bit of that insight and kind of that conversation with us? Sure. Um, so we had a couple hundred people yesterday at the uh, Negro Leagues Baseball Museum's Buck O'Neill Education and Research Center. Um, our sponsors were the Kauffman Foundation and the Players Coalition, which are professional athletes concerned with social justice. And we had 10 community leaders come out that represented a variety of fields. Mm -hmm and talk about their work and how they're um, you know, intersecting with the black-white wealth gap and, and racial wealth gaps, um, gender, um, income gaps, um, healthcare you know, issues. And then my co-author and I, we provided some data to ground the conversation in facts before you know, we started. Yeah. Mm. And I understand that you got a town hall coming up tomorrow, Ebony. Mm -hmm. Well, it's not my town hall. It's Swope Health's town hall. And I'm super excited to have been invited to sit with the CEO in a conversation um, about health care and how it intersects um, and health inequities with um, the racial wealth gap. And so it is tomorrow at 6 p.m. Um, at the Plaza branch of the Kansas City Public Library in the Truem Forum Auditorium. Um, the event, which is free and open to all, begins with a reception at five at the library, and I hope to see a lot of people out there. Man, Ebony, you have been a, uh, a wealth of knowledge, and we only had two breaks with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ebony Reeve, again, co-author of 15 Cents on the Dollar, How mm -hmm. Americans Made the Black-White Wealth Gap. You can, uh, again, pre-order that joint on Amazon. And Ebony, before I go, 
uh, of course, we got to show love to the late great, your husband, Therese Paler, just one of the the yeah. best one of the best writers in Kansas City star history. He was, um, of course, at Yahoo at the time of his passing. But, man, that man was such an influence on the town and his thoughts on the Chiefs are surely missed, especially during yeah. this time yeah. when we get more Super Bowls. Yeah. You know, Therese was one of the early people to say that Patrick Mahomes was going to do yep. it big for Kansas City. Yep. And, I, and, I, and I sometimes I smile and I think back mm-hmm. to when he told me when he came home and said, baby, we're going to live in Kansas City a long time because the <laughs> Chiefs are going to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I had come here from Boston, so I was just like, we are? Um, but oh, yeah. You was tired of that Patriot stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I'm, I'm really happy to be here. And, you know, Therese read an early proposal for 15 cents on the dollar before he passed. And he was like, you got to do it. Do it with Louise. And so here we are. And I know that he is watching over me from heaven. Thank you for having me Absolutely. this morning. If your driver's license is spent, are you experiencing child custody issues? Do you need advice about an auto accident? Now it's time for Kansas City's favorite lawyer, Stacey Shaw, on Hot 103. The official attorney of Hustle and Shine in the morning, Stacey Shaw. She knows the law. Good morning, Stacey. Today we're going to be talking about ex parte petitions and custody cases. And so what I see a lot of times, um, because I answer um, the phones in the law firm so I can speak with people directly, I talk to a lot of people that have gotten served with an ex parte petition. So that's an order of protection. When there's a child involved and mom and dad are in some sort of custody dispute, either mom is not wanting to let dad see the children, dad is not wanting mom to see the children, and then the person that doesn't have custody of the child files for an order of protection of the child, okay? And what that does is that it puts the issue in front of a judge and people use it as a way to get custody of children. That's an improper use of ex parte orders. They are supposed to be for people that are being um, stalked, that are being physically abused, that if the court does not intervene, then you will suffer damage to yourself, okay? So that's really what it's for. And if you are fearing that a child is being abused, if you are being abused or a child is being abused, go ahead, file that, okay, file that. All right. So, but that is not the appropriate way to get custody. So if you are served with those papers, first thing you want to do is contact a family law attorney if it's a custody issue. Anything that you say in the case is is going to be used against you as a party. And you want to make sure that there, if there is a pending custody case, that the judge in the ex parte case knows about it because the judge in an ex parte case cannot give a custody order where there is a pending custody issue in another court. And so that's super important. And so if you are going to go to trial, know that if those allegations are sustained and there's a finding that the other person should have an ex parte against you or a full order of protection against you, then you will not be able to possess a firearm during the time that that order is in place. So there's other implications as well um, that you can go over with your attorney. Um, But that is the main one that I see that affects the most amount of people, especially if you're a security guard or if you're in law enforcement. And so that's really important. If you've got questions, you can always give me a call at 816-359-1877. I do Facebook Live for my education, for my legal education, and that's always free. So hit me up at Stacey Shaw Law, online, stacyshawlaw.com. And you know, I've always got to give you the word. Today, the Bible verse is going to be Esther chapter 4, 14 through 16. Esther was amazing. That's a really great 
a verse for you to share, especially with the women in your life and young girls. Remember, you are worthy. You are going to do something amazing today. And you never know who needs to hear that. I'm always inviting you to come to church with me at Harvest, 9.30 on Sundays, 7 o'clock on Wednesdays. And so until next time, good luck and God bless. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertisements. Let's get into our daily hustle and shine message. Let's go. The pain you've been in is for a purpose. The nights you've cried is for a purpose. God is bringing you to that point of transformation in your life. Just hold on, cousin. Your point of transformation is coming sooner than you think, and God is right there with you, beside you, taking you through that thing. Tell you. Appreciate you, Pastor uh, Shining. For real, though, like, man. Yeah, no, that's saying. real, though. That's yeah. really real. Yeah. We want to send some love to KMBC, yeah. um, especially to reporter Darissa White uh, hey. for just showing love to Hot 103 Jams and... Um, reporting about the soul food tour so cousins if you haven't yet make sure you stop by we still got a little bit of time left you know i believe it's going to till um at least march 1st yeah that's this week yeah. it's the last week yeah. for, the, for the soul food oh, i hit it again look at that <laughs> yeah you on the road <laughs> yeah, today yeah, yeah, think i do that huh yeah the fruits and veggies <laughs> i was watching uh frankie lyman you know that's where that oh, came okay from. No. okay <laughs> all right so of course the stadium situation is something we got to deal with. Yeah. We're going to head to the polls April 2nd. And on the ballot, it's going to be these renovations for the Chiefs. Mm. And, of course, the stadium with the Royals, which are ultimately tied together with the 3 cent sales tax, D. Ugh. Now, the Chiefs announced that they're going to share their vision for GEHA Field at Arrowhead during a press conference tomorrow. And, um... Again, the three eight cent sales tax is an extension, so we're already paying it. So this is nothing added, but just, just an extension. It's just an extension. But I am truly, truly intrigued to see what the Chiefs have up their sleeve for the Truman Sports Complex. D, I just think that that area has been like if you look around Truman Sports Complex, there's nothing around it. Yeah, we got yeah it needs <laughs> to be upgraded. Like, I mean, it, it seems to be that way. Exactly. And I think that's what the Chiefs... This is just my suspicion. This is just something that's inside of me that I'm thinking. Right. I think the Chiefs are going to build a big old Chiefs kingdom. Like how the Cowboys did in Dallas. Like, they have a yeah, whole, like... Like a museum. Like, like a whole, yes. You know, of yeah. like Dallas Cowboys stuff. Not only the stadium, but shopping. Yeah. Hotels. Everything's there. Housing. Yeah, all that. So I think that's what the Chiefs are going to do with the Truman Sports Complex, D. I think that's fair. But, I mean, it's going to come down to that vote. And if people don't want to, you know what I'm saying, get that thing and get an extendo, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. They, they got money. Don't do what to do. Who got money? They got money. You talking about the Chiefs? Yeah. So you want the Chiefs to pay it for themselves? Yeah. You know that ain't happening. <laughs> I'm just offering some alternative. That's what the, this, that's what my cousins are saying. That's what some of my cousins in the street no, saying. And I, I get know. it. I, I look, look, yeah, that's that's probably the best option, but it ain't the realistic option <laughs> because simply because the sports business, mm-hmm. like if they have a chance to get millions and millions and millions of dollars of tax breaks somehow. Any break with millions of dollars in it, they're going to get that. They're going to take advantage of that. 
And, you know, the way that, you know, some sports teams do it, not saying the Chiefs and Royals are doing this, but the way that they do it is that they leverage them moving to somewhere else. Right. Like to how the Chiefs did. Right, yeah. of course, be like, hey, you know. Yeah, yeah they talking about Johnson County and the Legends and stuff, right. trying to, you know, get the Missouri voters to, you know. Uh, shake the table. So, again, <laughs> April 2nd, y'all, take your power to the polls. TMG, the morning gossip. With Hustle and Shine on Hot 103 Jams. 822-579 and it's currently 47 at Crossroads Academy. D got the T. Oh, Lord. Diddy then, uh, Diddy bopped himself into another lawsuit after a former employee filed documents claiming that Diddy sexually assaulted him. Um, a former producer and videographer for Diddy by the name of Rodney Jones accuses the mogul of sexually harassing, drugging, and threatening him for more than a year. And to add to that, the suit that he just filed name drops a few other people, including Justin Combs, um, as well as Stevie J is thrown into his claims as well. Now, Diddy's lawyer, Sean um, Holly, she did speak out and deny Rodney's claims saying quote Lil Rod is nothing more than a liar who filed a 30 billion dollar lawsuit shamelessly looking for an undeserved payday um, she adds it is pure fiction that's what we're sitting with it right now cousins hit up that that hustle and shine text line I know you I know you got some thoughts on that 816-900-4103 text us what you what you thinking D I just I have Grave concerns mm-hmm. that I, I think that black culture in the 90s will be looked at differently. I honestly do. And the 2000s too. Because it's because Sean has had his hand in a lot of and, a, a lot of the 90s. Yes. Music. Yeah. Mu- music and culture. Period. He's Puffy has been involved in most of the things that black people love as far as music and entertainment. He's mm-hmm. been like just. The, the vodka you drink, maybe. Mm-hmm. The tequila you drink, maybe. The, those the partnerships he currently no longer has to TV uh, channel. Yeah, Revolt, like bad, the bad boy discography, the sh- clothing. Like, he got his hand in everything, fam. And so I'm just I'm saying that yeah, to say a little that, bit too much. Man, clearly, clearly. So no one man should have all that power. <laughs> but I I really do, man. I got concerns about it, D. I think that. The pendulum is swinging back, mm-hmm. and it's coming back ten times harder than what it was when it when it swung your way. Mm-hmm. And that's just how life goes sometimes too, especially when and, and and we don't know what Puffy is doing. We don't know you know if these allegations are are true or false or whatever. But one of our cousins hit the jams line from the A one six. They said, "quote He did it and more, and even others have done this and will be exposed soon." End quote. Yep. That's our cousin from the A one six. I agree wholeheartedly. Yikes. Yikes is the word of the day, if you didn't know. Um, <laughs> yikes is the word of the day. That's that's what Especially it is. Especially if y'all read the D. D didn't even give y'all all the T on that. Yeah, and some then, stuff just like, shouldn't you, we even can't, be said. Because yeah, we that. can't say it. Yeah, we can't even get down so like that, cousins. It, and if y'all were to read some of the things, like, like Stevie J and all that, like, bruh, if y'all read some of that stuff, you understand why I feel that way. It's a concern of mine, D. We see you singing in the car. Oh, my God. Your neighbors hear you singing at the crib. Now it's time.
time to play. What's the name of the show? That's my jam with Hustle and Shine on Hot 103 Jam. Good morning, cousin. Who is this? Shanita. Hey, cousin. What you doing? I'm on my way to work. Okay. While you on your way to work, we trying to hook you up with a $30 Kansas Instant Prize Pack where you can get a qualified with a $500 gift card and possibly $1,000 in cold cash. But you got to finish these lyrics. Can you do that for us? I can. I want your body till the very last drop. I want you to follow when you want me to stop. Nobody Nobody Who can sexualize me Nobody I'm gonna do all night long Nobody baby So you gotta sound like a mosquito in your ear When you when you, when you you sing like Keith Sweat You gotta sound You gotta buzz in the ear and everything like So you gotta I want your body Y'all sound better than Keith Sweat to me <laughs> No, no I Alright cousin you a winner You got it Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you getting that hookup for that $30 Kansas Lotto Instant Ticket Prize Pack, and you qualify for the $500 gift card, and possibly $1,000. Now, if you get $1,500, what you going to spend that thing like on? All the money. Uh, I would probably take a vacation with my nieces and my nephew. Or give Hustle and Shine a little bit of $5 mm, so we can get some soul food to her. Okay, bet. Thank you, cousin. I hope so. <laughs> hey, cousin, tell Kansas City what stations got you up early hustling and shining. And you would do it too for a check. Well, now that that is taken care of, it is time for birthday announcements. It's Pisces season. Happy birthday to those artistic, empathetic, and very moody Pisces. Hey, who birthday? Put your hand up. Sending birthday love to R&B singer and member of TLC, Chili. Happy birthday to R&B singer Bobby Valentino. Send a major birthday love to rapper Hurricane Chris. Holly Berry. Happy birthday to actor Stoney Jackson. Send a birthday love to former NBA player Daniel Gibson. And happy heavily birthday to Oscar Grant. Okay, D, it's time to go home and wish some of our cousins in KC some happy birthdays. Sending birthday love to Mark Arati, Skiz DiBiase, and Jen Aragon Banks. Happy birthday, Christina Shell, Whitney Collins, and Daniel Rentas. Sending birthday love to Christopher Kelly Sr., Matthew the Turkey Leg Man Montgomery, and Marv Thomas. Happy birthday, Joshua Moraine, Kristen Peppenmeyer, and Cardell Miller. Plus, sending birthday love to Tara Whipple, the KC Wing Bars K Clark, and everybody else born on February 27th. Happy birthday, Pisces. Celebrate your day. Hey. Hey, birthday. Put your hand up. Hustle and shine. Always repping the culture of KC on Hot 103 Jams.